Good morning, everybody. What is up? All right. Well, since we have so many first timers, I'm going to tell everybody who I am. So my name is Brad Vandwell. I used to run the number one team at the number one Remax office in the world. Last year, uh, we did 1,250 deals. I'm one of the top realtors, truthfully, globally, to be completely honest. Uh, I swear like a uh, trucker. Uh, We have a lot of fun here. It's a live Q&A. So make sure you guys ask me anything you'd like to learn. Today, I'm going to be going over um, my listing presentation, my listing stuff. So ask any questions about that. Next week, uh, I'm actually in London. I'll be in England. So Shane Hillier is going to be on here. Make sure you do not miss next week for all all those people who want to learn how to get leads, uh, set up leads for free, like set up your Facebook ads or, or, or Google ads. He's going to be doing that. So ask me any questions. Uh, let me know what you guys want. I get started right around. I don't have, do I, I did have my phone right here. I get started right around 904, 905, just because it takes that long. So if you guys have any questions, start off with, again, all the newbies, welcome. Uh, I see that there's a lot of people here. Obviously, I recognize a lot of names that come here all the time. So thanks, everybody, for being here. I'm going to start diving into it. So for all the new people that, that are here, actually, now's a great time while people come in. I actually have a YouTube channel. I have 404 videos on my YouTube channel now. It's fucking insane. Um, all of most of these are going to be posted on my YouTube channel. Uh, so you can go in and be doing that. I'm in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. So give me one second. I want people to follow me on YouTube. So our goal here is to be the largest real estate coaching program in the world for free for real estate agents. We have over 8,000 agents now that are with us that sign up and a multitude of them come over. So if you want, I'm going to be posting subscribe to my youtube channel i just put up a new video actually and it's pretty good so i have a new intro video that i just did uh i'm gonna be doing different things like 10 minute trainings uh uh, anyways there's so much shit that i have coming out i'm interviewing the top agents globally and they're going to be sharing their secrets so again for those people that are on here click here oops and follow me on my youtube channel so for anybody wants to I have super trainings like my top listing ideas, my how to get buyer's agreements. There's Siri, just go to the top, look at all of them, and uh, you'll get a list of that. So everybody come in and do that. I'm uh, going to have it. So somebody says, is anybody else having connection issues? It looks like somebody is. I shouldn't, shouldn't be, but maybe. I'll wait for that offer. Okay. I'm going to dive right into this, everybody. So again, follow me on YouTube. There's a tons of stuff. There's a bunch of people that just came in. For everybody that this is your first time, again, my name is Brad Vandewell. I used to run the number one team in the number one Remax office in the world. My goal is to have the largest coaching program in the world for free for real estate agents. Uh, make sure you follow me on YouTube. The people that are just coming in right now, there's a bunch of people coming in. Follow me on YouTube. I'm doing a segment that's going to be 10 minute trainings that's coming out. Basically, how to double your income in 10 minutes. And I also have a podcast series on my YouTube channel that I'm going to be interviewing the top agents all across the world and the top three things they do to be successful. So I'm going to keep bringing a ton of um, a ton of knowledge and everything to my YouTube channel. So make sure you do that for all you newbies. I swear, like I seriously swear all the time. If you don't like it, you can leave because it's free and it's my show. So I get to do whatever I want, Uh, but it normally goes over pretty good. So I am going to start with. Um, my listing presentation. Okay. So I'm going to make sure everybody can see this. 
Yeah, that's a couple of people seem to be having issues. I think most everybody's good here. Okay, so I'm going to dive into it. So this is my listing presentation. Looks pretty sick. Uh, stop me at any time. So I'm going to be going through this, what my listing presentation looks like, how basically to dominate and get a bunch of people and how to close more listings. So if you have objections that you get during listings, if you have anything, today's call is going to be based on listing presentations. There's a bunch more of you that just came in. For all the new people that just came in, there's about another 40 or 50 that just came in. Just so you know, sign up for my YouTube channel. Everything's going to be on there. All my trainings are on my YouTube channel. I have over 400 videos. So if this is your first time here and you don't know who I am, feel free to follow me and keep coming back every week. The more people that are on here, the more excited that I get. Okay, diving into my listing presentation. I'm actually going to start off with a question first. How many people actually have a listing presentation? A lot of people don't. So how many people use a listing presentation when they go in and maybe describe a little bit about what that looks like uh, as I kind of dive into this. This is my listing presentation, what it looks like. So I kind of come in here and it's really important when you do this to find out the reason why people are selling. So find out what's the reason for the move. You want to know why they're moving. Some people may be like, well, I, some people have to sell. Some people might just be tire kickers in selling. Um, what's the most important in this process? So Whenever you have, whenever you're doing this and you basically have what's the most important thing to you in the process, you want to find out what, what makes them tick. Basically, you know, is it money that, that, that's basically most important to you? Do they want to make the most amount of money? Is it the ease, like making it easy? Is it the timing? You really want to make sure that you're asking your client or whenever you're going there to make sure that you truthfully have the best information so that way you can be the most successful. The problem that a lot of people have is whenever you're going to take a listing, ask them if they, you know, have you sold a home in the past? Yes. What did you like about the experience in the past? Then they'll tell you what they liked about the experience in the past, but also ask them what they didn't like about the experience. You see, whenever you do a listing presentation, a lot of people go in and they're rah, rah, and they're like, I'm going to put it on social media. And I'm going to go in and I'm going to do this, that, and the other thing. Ask your client what they want. I sat down one time and, and you learn from your losses. I sat down one time and I, um, I went over about, I'm going to put it on social media. We're going to be doing a video. We're doing all this. And then I didn't ask the client what they wanted from me though, which is really important. You need to ask your client what they want from you. And I lost the listing and I asked, I said, I always ask for feedback when I lose the listing. I said, out of curiosity, you know, why did you choose to go with the other person? And they're like, you want to know what, Brad? They said they do an open house for us every couple of weeks. And that's what we really wanted. As dumb as that sounds, because open houses don't sell houses. That's what they wanted. I forgot to ask what they wanted. And I never asked what they wanted from me. So make sure you ask them what the expectations are that they want. Maybe they don't want it on TikTok or fucking Instagram or Facebook. Maybe that's not what they're looking for. Maybe they're just looking for communication. Maybe they're just looking for, I don't know. The point is, is ask people for what they want. That way you can, that way they feel heard and you can land more listings. Again, asking if they've ever worked with a realtor before. Super important. And how was your previous experience? Well, the experience is really good. Most of the time they're going to tell you why it's bad. Did you work with a single agent or a team? What would you have changed about that process? That truthfully is one of the best questions to ask if they've sold a house before, what they would change. One, it tells you what not to do. 
And two, it tells you what they're looking for. That's one of the most important questions you're going to ask when you're going on a listing presentation. Um, what was your biggest headache is a great question. And then what are they looking for in an agent and team? So what you want to do is like, look, what are you looking for in an agent? If it's an agent or a team, again, sets the expectations about what they're looking for. Um, and then some of the stuff is just fluff, right? So I'm not going to go over, um, the fluffs, the fluff stuff. This is, this is what we have. So important factors when hiring an agent, these are some great questions getting top dollar. So this is what I'm talking to them about. It's like, this is the main reason why most people want to sell to get the most money possible from the sale of your home, a proven track record. I have a proven track record. How is your agent's track record and does this stand up against the competition? If you're a newer agent and you don't have a track record, talk about your brokerage's track record. Um, that's a big thing too. If you've been around a brokerage, it's been around a long time. It's like, hey, this brokerage has been around in my city for 30 years, has some of the top producing agents. If you're a newer agent, talk about your brokerage's track record. Communication. This is absolutely key. Like so key, it's crazy. Does your agent communicate with you every step of the way? So Kelly, that's a great point. I have something similar that I will go over as well too. Bunch more people just signed up. Guys, for those of you that are new, there's about another 30 to 40 that just came in. Sign up to my YouTube channel. All the stuff's gonna be on YouTube. I have a lot of postings in there. Just look at the top videos and I have about all these trainings are in there. So make sure you go there. Uh, quality marketing. Is your, agent's, uh, is your agent's marketing strategies, concepts and materials attractive, effective and consistent? Selling fast? Ask people how long they're wait, how long they're willing to wait for the sale of their home. Some people like, I need to sell in two weeks. If somebody has to sell in two weeks. I know the market's changing and it was really hot before. It's going to be a different marketing strategy than somebody maybe is like, you know, I don't know what. I have three months. I don't really care. Careful with those listings. You may not want them. Uh, personalized, personalized service. What special services is your agent providing that are others are not? Excellent negotiation skills. That is one thing where I strive truthfully is negotiating and creating the most event. Does it, does it, you know, creating the most event, does your agent create a buzz for your home and is he or she pricing the home effectively? Uh, do you provide a pre-listing package and net sheet? I don't know what a net sheet is, but I do provide a pre-listing package and I will go over my seller's package that I send to them before uh, in a second. So I'm going to go over my, my, um, my listing presentation, and then I'll go over my, this thing to sell. So I'm with EXP. I talk about EXP and, you know, all the different countries we're in. Um, I talk about how I can get them international buyers, um, all this stuff. Cause I do, I've, I have people in most of these countries, um, that I deal with. So we talk about how it has an international brand. Um, I talk about the difference of your brokerage. So if you're not with EXP, which is totally fine, talk about what makes your brokerage different. Like I talk, I talk about the difference an EXP agent can make. So I talk about our cloud-based program, uh, access to innovative tools. Um, EXP was ranked number one for largest increase in closed sides from 20, 2018 to 2019. So I talk about my stats for my brokerage. Now, whether you're with Remax, Century 21 or whatever, talk about the statistics of your brokerage and why the brokerage will make a difference if you're at a strong brokerage. If you're at a weak brokerage, maybe think of switching brokerages. <laughs> if you can't, if you're sitting there and being like, holy shit, my brokerage isn't strong. I have eight people. Uh, maybe it's something you may want to consider is looking at something that's that's different. And I talk about how we're, you know, number two uh, in, in the top in the top for volume. Now, I have a team. So there's two different ways to do this. How most agents operate versus a team and everything. So I think that what I would do 
is if you're an individual agent, the truth is you can kind of be a team. So I'm going to kind of go back and forth between these two slides. So you can say how your team operates. Most people want to work with the team. Uh, they feel like they're getting more value. However, you can fudge it up a little bit by saying, look, I have a stager. I have a videographer and a photographer because you probably do videos and photos. They think they're on your team and they're kind of part of your team. A graphic designer, a printer, an internet marketer. The truth is I run a team and I have all these things. If you're an individual agent, technically you're probably all of these things. So you could say you have a team and you're really all of it, which kind of sucks. But until you get to the point where you want to start a team, that's what it is. So I talk about the listing department uh, and the sales department. I have a listing agent, buyer agent, inside sales agents, uh, sales manager, and admin. The truth is, because a lot of people are like, well, Brad, I don't have a team and I don't want to do this. Look, if you're a single agent, you're all of those things. So technically, you do have a sales department. Technically, you do have a marketing department. It just all happens to be you. Now, I leverage my team, obviously, having a team and what that looks like. So I talk about how I basically talk, and truthfully, I talk about how we compete against individual agents. So I talk about how most agents operate. So they install the signs, lockbox, load listings, advertise online, create advertisements, answer buying the phone. You get the idea. And all the agents do this. It's like, how can one person be good at all of these things? And then I talk about how we have a team for everything. So that's how I position myself. Um, I don't even know what a team is. We don't even have that in rural Missouri. All right, Shelly. Um, you know, we can talk about that. Again, ask any questions you have. So this is about a team. And, and I have a team of 37 agents in Calgary. Uh, we have a big team. You know, we've grown massively in the last six months. Um, so it's it depends what you want. The other thing, though, and so if you're an individual agent and if you're going up against a team, how I would spin it the other way against me is you're like, look, there's a team. They have a bunch of agents. You're probably just going to be another number to this team where I only run a boutique. So like use words like boutique, different things. It's like I have a, brute, a boutique brand of people that I cater to. Basically, I don't take on more than, say, 10 listings, five listings. I don't take on more than five or 10 listings. So again, listen up the people that are individual agents, how you can win against a team if you feel that you're losing to them. Talk about boutique. Talk about customer service. Talk about how a team might have 50 listings. How are they going to cater 50 listings? I only take on five listings or 10 or whatever your number is. That way you can get the best quality service. I want to be there for you whenever you need me. A team, you're just a number. With me, you get a boutique feeling. So that's, if you're up against a team, that's how you play against the downsides of a team. Now, I have objections for both because I started off as an individual agent and I went up against teams and that's how I pitched it is that I only take on a certain amount of clients. I only take on a certain amount of listings and they're like, oh, I'm like, look, I have four listings right now. I only take on 10. I only have a couple more spots. So I think, thank you, Lori. I think that that's a big thing about it is have your objection handlers. A lot of people, it's okay to be an individual agent. You don't have to be a fucking team, but you have to know the objections you're going to come up against. You have to know what that's going to be because you might be interviewing against a team. So what I'm doing today is trying to arm you with what to say to your listing person to say, hey, I know I'm an individual agent. I do all of this myself. I want to be in control of all this. That way everything's gone through me. 
It's just how you pitch it to somebody. So make sure that if you are an individual agent, talk about how shitty it would be to list with an agent because you're just going to be another number. And this is the largest transaction that you may ever sell in your life. And do you just want to go to a team and be another number? Or do you want to come and be part of my family, part of my circle, part of my boutique thing that I do? So hopefully some people got value for that objection because you will face it one day. Um, I talk about ISAs. Again, I have a team. So I talk about ISAs and what that looks like. So I have inside sales agents that make calls. If you don't have an ISA, don't even worry about it. Just don't use a slide like this. Um, but what I would do is I would talk about, here's the thing that's really cool and how even in this market that's still pretty hot, what you'll want to do. And we have training on this too. So for those of you that are new, again, go to my Facebook group or sorry, go to, while well, you can go to my Facebook group too, but go to my, um, go to my YouTube channel and get all this stuff and make sure you tune in next week. Next week is going to be how you can run all these ads. We're going to show you how to run ads for free instead of paying a company. Next week's going to be one of the best ones we've had this year. So an ISA is an inside sales agent. What that person does is every lead that comes into the team or is to the individual, they call them within five minutes normally, set up calls. They basically scrub all the leads that are coming in. Then they set appointments for the agent that they work for. So an ISA is just an inside sales agent that makes calls for you. Uh, it can be outbound cold calling. It can be taking inbound calls. Uh, there's different ways. It's a really great way once you're at a certain stage in your career, if you can afford it, to blow up your business. Because seriously, ISAs just sit there and they make calls for you and just book you appointments. So let's say you can afford it. Let's say you can afford whatever, 1200 bucks a month for an ISA. Uh, and then you're spending a thousand bucks a month in leads. You might get, you know, 100 to 150 leads a month. You're not making any of the calls. Imagine having an ISA and all they do is literally dial for you and dial for you and dial for you. And then they book you appointments. No, they do not have to be licensed. No. They just can't talk about real estate. Like they can come in, ask them when they want to buy. And there's certain scripts that we have. Um, but then once it's like, okay, well, I'm looking, I'm talking about a house. It's like, great. I'm going to refer you to Brad Vandewall. He's going to be taking care of you. And then some ISAs will even do a live transfer. Your phone will literally just ring or they'll just book it directly into your calendar. It's a great way of expanding your business, but it is expensive. However, you know, if it costs you, let's say 2,500 bucks a month, but you're selling two or three homes a month from it, it's a great investment. Uh, if anybody wants, wants to learn stuff about ISAs, go to uh, actually Google this person. I don't get anything from it, but he loves me. So just tell him uh, that, that you came in. Um, call, contact Gus from Power ISA. It's got a Facebook group. Uh, just go in there. Uh, find Gus. Google search Power ISA. Uh, and just say that you heard him. You know, you heard, you heard about him on my training. And uh, he'll take good care of you. Again, I don't have affiliates or anything. I'm not affiliated with them. I just know that they're a great company and they have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of uh, ISAs and they're helping thousands of agents. So uh, that'd, that'd be great. So then the next thing, online exposure. Obviously, we talk about getting them online. What, let's uh, talk about the internet, all that stuff. Below show the stats. I just kind of go blow through this a little bit. So this is kind of cool. I have a 77 point marketing plan. Yes, it's all fucking fluff. So before anybody calls it, it's like, you do 77 things. Technically I do. And some of them I don't do, but it's the perception of it. I come in and I have this trifold. So if you notice the 77 point marketing plan that's in here, 
If you notice to the right, it has that red bridge. That's actually a, a trifold thing that I unfold. And I don't even go over it. I'm just like, yeah, we have a 77 point marketing plan. I think a lot of realtors sit there and they overthink and analyze shit. I've never had anybody ask me to go through all 77. Now imagine I have a 77 point marketing plan. So I asked them, I said, great. I said, your other agents that you've interviewed, what, you know, how, do they have what, a 10 or 15 point marketing plan? What was their marketing plan? And they'll look at me and be like, they never had that. I'm like, yep, I have a 77 point marketing plan. And then I just kind of talk about it briefly and then I move on. And then at the end, if they're like, can I keep that? I'm like, I can't, this is my secret sauce. I can't leave this with you. I don't even, I, in all, like, again, guys, I did 1,250 homes last year, thousands of homes over my career. Not once have I ever been asked anybody to comb through the 77 point marketing plan. I just pick out a few and go over the highlights. I'm like, look, I'm not going to go over absolutely everything. So again, it's kind of a cool trick that I picked up from another agent actually whenever like 10 years ago when I started. So I have a massive marketing plan. For those of you that have questions about it, just reach out to me. Um, you know, these are some of the tools we do. Facebook, Kijiji, YouTube, House, Craigslist, Instagram, just showing people where we market. I should take out Snapchat because they're not there, but whatever, who cares? This talks about where the buyers come from. 51% uh, are internet buyers, realtor.com, yard sign, everything. So I, I talk about where the buyers are going to come from traditionally. Then I have, basically, I have um, a testimonial in here, which is obviously you want people to talk and learn about how awesome you are. Uh, for those of you just tuned in, there's a bunch of you that did. Please go and sign up for my YouTube channel. I just dropped the link in there. This training is going to be on there. All the trainings that I've done, I do a training like this every Tuesday. So if you're finding value from this and you want to go back and look at the trainings that I have on how to get listings, retirement communities, working with landlords, uh, mental health, like there's anyways, there's 30 or 40 different ones you can go back and look. So sign me up, follow me on YouTube uh, and you can kind of get an idea of what I'm doing. So this is huge. Communication guarantee. Most people lose a listing because there's shitty communication. So 72% of homeowners are dissatisfied with their agent's performance. Communication is one key for components to our success. Without it, we're a disservice to our clients. Um, do I have a template for this presentation? You want to know what? I might. It's not a template. No, I paid a company to do it. Um, but they're really not. They're not very expensive. Let me find it. Hold on. Hold on. If you guys are looking for the company that created this for me. Uh, let me find it. Sorry, guys. Give me one second. What the fuck was the name of that company? It'll come to me. I'll find it. Anyways, it'll come to me. It'll come to me as I keep going on. I will drop the website that you guys can go. Uh, the owner's name is Alden. Actually, here, I'll make it easier. I have the owner's phone number. Fresh Take Marketing. That's what it is. If you guys want, I will give you the list of the, the guy that created this for me. So, for, and it's cheap. Like, it's like a few hundred bucks or something. It wasn't like super, it looks really expensive, but it wasn't. So, for you, for those of you that are looking for something like this, and I'll show you my, my seller's presentation. So, this is my listing presentation. Uh, his name's Alden. Um, I will not be emailing the slides for the presentation, to be honest. That's for that's for our business partners. Uh, four, three, two, eight. 
two, five, three. Okay. His name is Alden. He's the owner of the company, 587-432-8253. Again, I don't get anything about it, but truthfully, these people that I know, they love me. What's there not to love? Obviously, think about it. There it is, freshtakemarketing.ca. Thank you, Shane. So if you guys want to come in and do that, again, that's his direct sell. If you want to talk to the owner and that's his website, feel free to have a look there. Okay, so we'll talk about a communication guarantee. Basically, what I tell my clients is that I pick every Wednesday, for example, every Wednesday, I'm going to call them and I'm going to give them the feedback that I've been getting from other real estate agents. So sellers always want to know feedback, always, always, always. And sometimes you forget or you get busy or whatever it is you're trying to do. The truth is you have to have it in your schedule to be successful. Absolutely have to. So you have to leave this. You have to have it in your schedule or else it won't get done. Every Wednesday, for example, from 9 to 11 is when I'm calling my listings. I called some agents for feedback, but I'm giving them feedback on what the market's doing. So that way they feel and they expect my call every Wednesday. Some people just want to text. Other people want to call. Make sure you communicate with your sellers every week at the same time or on the same day. Huge. It's the best way to get referrals. It's also the best way to keep them happy. So I talk about... What you should expect, weekly updates by phone and email. We're available seven days a week to answer your questions. The weekly updates allows us to show you the progress we have made and create a more focused conversation about what we have done and what we're planning. Uh, Up-to-date showing feedback. Our customer agents have systems that will ensure you receive feedback from showings in a timely manner. I also tell them, look, some agents don't want to give feedback. I do my best to get you feedback, but it doesn't always work that way. So you want to set the expectations. They're not going to get feedback every single time. Uh, questions. We email slides or answer that. Uh, do you have, do you leave this with the client? No, I do not. I leave nothing with my clients as far as this. And I tell them, this is what separates me from other things. The truth is how my listing presentation got, in my opinion, pretty good is I would go to listing presentations when I didn't have one, but I would build rapport and I would be, I was lucky enough to get some listings from that. I'd actually take other people's listings. Once I got the listing, I'd see it on there and I'd be like, oh, you have that listing package. Uh, do you mind if I have a look at it? They, some, a lot of people don't care. They're like, sure. And I just look at it and get ideas from that before. And this was like about 13 years ago when I came into real estate. Now there's companies you can buy it from and different things. But before I just R&D it, which stands for rip off and duplicate from other people. Now, this is a big one. A lot of people, if you're doing stranger business, right? If you want to get leads and start doing different things in stranger business, why this is so key is because you want to get out the elephants in the room. The elephants in the room is going to be your communication skills might suck. The other elephant in the room is, well, if I sign up with you, I'm tied to you. But what if they don't, what if they want to leave? What if they don't want to be tied to you? Again, I'm dropping again. There's a ton, there's a ton of people who just keep coming in all the time. This is amazing. This is one of the best ones we've had in a while. Uh, again, my YouTube channel, everybody, I know I sound like a broken record for those of you here, but follow me on YouTube. There's a lot more stuff there. Um, I do an e easy exit guarantee. Now, a lot of people are like, but Brad, what happens if they want to leave? Then they leave. I get more people from the easy exit guarantee than I lose. And here's how the easy exit guarantee that I have is our easy exit guarantee allows you to cancel our agreement. If you're not satisfied, we work diligently to produce exceptional results and we fix the problem within 48 hours. So basically, it's like, if I can't fix your problem within 48 hours, basically, I'll allow you. But what I also say is like, look, 
for some reason, if you're not happy, truthfully, I'm not happy probably too. If you give it to me in writing, you want to cancel your listing right after that, I'll give you, you know, you can exit it within 30 days. What that does though, is it buys me another 30 days. All they tend to hear is, oh, I can get out of it. But you tell them, I will let you out 30 days after. Fortunately, it doesn't happen to be very often. It has ha happened a couple times and I've been able to repair it, but I've also been able to sell the house in those 30 days. So basically what you're saying is, look, you can exit at any time, but I still need another 30 days. But all they hear is, oh, I can exit any time. So again, it just, you keep deflating the elephant in the room like, Okay, well, this, they, okay, well, I can leave at any time. You're going to communicate with me. All these things that are so important to the seller that they want. And then I kind of talk about it in summary the most important factors communication guarantee, easy exit guarantee, brand power, brokerage power, team systems and leverage, professional stages. And I kind of do a recap with them. And then that's a extremely old picture of me. I'm one of those real, I'm borderline. If I shaved, I'd look pretty close. I'm borderline one of those agents that I make fun of that I'm like, that's not even your picture anymore. So it's pretty close. I need to lose about 10 pounds and shave, I think. I'll be baby-faced for the next one and you guys can give me your feedback. Uh, how do you differentiate between the 48 hours and the 30 days? So Steve, what I say is if you have a problem, it's gonna be resolved in 48 hours. If I can't resolve the problem and you're still upset, with basically with uh, with that notice and send it to me in writing, the 30 day exit will come after that. So basically what I say is, if you have a problem and I can't resolve it in 48 hours and you're super pissed, there's a 30 day exit. That's the easiest way to say it, Steve. So it's like, I guarantee I'll solve your problem in 48 hours. If I can't and you're still pissed, the 30 days start from then and you can cancel it in 30 days. So that way you have that. Now, what I'm also going to go over, 10 pounds. Oh, fuck you. I have people texting me right now. Rick, you asshole. One of my good buddies, Rick, is texting me saying that I need to lose 10 pounds. He's making fun of me because I need to lose 30. He's right. I need to lose 30 pounds. So, Rick, thank you for calling me out on that. So, with this, what's super important and what I would do, and I'm, not, I'm teaching it in a couple of weeks, but what I would do, why can't I just cancel now then? Uh, is that a question that you, Steve, can you elaborate on that? So I don't know if you're asking the question or if it's so please elaborate on what you mean by that. So what I also do here is, and I'll go into it next time is once I've done my seller's presentation, and this is what 99% of agents don't do is I go over my buyer's presentation after most people don't do this. And the reason why I do that is because if they have to buy a home, I want them to know what it's going to be like to buy with me. So think about this. First of all, most agents don't have a listing presentation. Second of all, if they do, it sucks. Third, they probably don't go through a buyer's presentation. So imagine if you're the realtor and, and you're going through, you have a great listing presentation. And then at the end of it, you answer the questions like, hey, you're going to be buying. Wouldn't you like to know what it's like to buy with me? And then you go through the buyer's presentation. And for those of you that come to my training, I will be doing my buyer's presentation in a couple of weeks. So expect that to be coming so you can come in and get the best of both worlds. Um, Steve asked if the seller says that, sorry. Oh, well, it's so Steve, keep in mind, this is a, this is a pre-listing presentation. Okay. So like your, or sorry, this is your listing presentation. They won't ask why I can't cancel now because you don't have the listing technically yet. 
why I tell them there's a 30 day. It's like, look, we got to get the paperwork in. I got to get the board to approve it. I got to get my broker to approve it. It can't just be done automatically. So there's about 30 days that this takes to do it. Plus I've put in a bunch of marketing and I've spent that money. I want the marketing to at least get in so we can still have the opportunity to sell your home. I've never had anybody balk at it because keep in mind, Steve, at that time, they're not pissed off at you. Like they're not mad at you. You're, you're building a rapport with them. They don't think that it's going to happen. They just want to know that if it does happen, there's a way to exit, uh, which is really important. So I tell them it takes 30 days because of paperwork. The broker has to sign off on it. Plus I've spent a lot of money marketing I want at least those 30 days to finish for my marketing to still be doing it. So that's what I say. I've never had anybody knock on wood balk at that yet. Uh, how do you overcome the 48 hour thing if they're wanting their home under contract in 48 hours? The unreasonable stuff. So the 48 hour thing is just if they have a problem. So if they have a problem, all I'm saying is that I'm going to get to it and get them an answer within 48 hours. So that way, think of it mentally. Mentally, you're coming in and saying, you can exit at any time. I'm going to communicate with you. And if there's a problem, I'm going to have an answer within 48 hours. You're literally diffusing every single objection, not every single, most of the objections that people are going to have. And then they're just like, okay, because whenever somebody you're selling their house, unless it's a referral a lot of times, right? Like if it's a referral, um, you know, it can be easier. But the other thing is, if I can offer you suggestions, because I did this before, don't get fucking lazy with your referrals. Because a lot of a lot of people on here that call, and myself included, I did this, they think, oh, it's a referral. It's, it's money in the bank. You assume that they're not interviewing a few referrals. So I've just got, I've, and there's been times early in my career where I got complacent, um, where I got complacent for, for something. And I'm just like, didn't do a full presentation. They went with somebody else because the other person did a full presentation. So make sure even with referrals, do not get complacent with that. Uh, Christine, you know what? The unreasonable stuff. Give me examples of unreasonable stuff. If they want their home sold in 48 hours, I don't know. I don't, I just try to talk them off a cliff. I'm like, look, the market's changing. That, that might've been happening three months ago. I'm gonna do my best to get it done. Would you rather I had it sold in 48 hours or would you rather I got you the most amount of money for it? That's what I tell them. Well, I'd rather you get the most amount of money. Okay, great. But if the marketing doesn't kick in for 48 hours or a week, I, my job is to get you the most amount of money, not sell it the quickest in 48 hours. Or you ask them, what's more important to you? Is, is selling in 40 hours more important to you? Or is getting more money important to you? And if their answer is getting more money, then the 48 hour thing will be out of their mind because you're telling them you're going to get them more money is what I would do. Uh, you have good info, but your language can be cleaned up and drop less F-bombs. I've kid in the house. Melinda, I told you from the very beginning of people, that's who I am. If you don't like it, I'm just being honest. Uh, you can leave. I'm not trying to be rude. That's my personality type. So I can appreciate that you have kids in the in the place, but uh, it's my show. So if, uh, if you don't like it, no problem. My feelings aren't hurt, um, but I'm not really going to change who I am for this. Uh, makes sense. Thanks, buddy. Can you give us an example of a problem? Uh, Marcelo, what kind of problem? I like. I really don't have any. It could be like, it could be like your house, my house isn't selling. I haven't really had anything. Like if I'm to be honest, Marcelo, I truthfully haven't really said anything. I haven't had it very much. Like keep in mind, Marcelo, you have a communication guarantee. Every Wednesday you're communicating with them. So if they have an issue, they're going to feel heard every single week. So that's a big part of it, right? Like 
you're going to be there every week talking to them. There's not going to be many issues. Where issues happen for listings is the lack of communication. Think back to times that you had problems in your listings. I guarantee you, you did not communicate with your seller as much as you should. I would bet that almost 90% of the time, that's what's happening. So truthfully, Marcelo, I'm being honest, just call your people every Wednesday like you do, but have an open, like, have an open door policy where it's like, hey, you can call me anytime you want, anytime you want. But I, my dedicated days for you are for feedback is this. But have the door open. At least they know. But the cool thing is, you notice that they're going to bug you less. So if you get a bunch of listings, right? Like think about this. The more listings you get. Well, why haven't they, if they know you're calling them every day and you stick to your word that you do it, they're actually going to bug you less because a lot of their issues can wait three or four days. Let's say you have listings on the weekends um, and maybe you want to do your follow-ups on Monday. So it's right after the weekend. I just pick Wednesday because it's the middle of the week. But if you want to pick anything, you can go ahead and you can do that. So I think that that's, I think that's a really important thing to do um, is to have it that way, is to literally, if your communication's on point, there's very, very little challenges. So again, guys, great questions. Keep asking a bunch of questions that I'm in here. I'm going to go back. Again, for those people that are finding value, um, go to my YouTube channel. I literally have recordings like this. Every Tuesday now, I think it's been for eight months. So there's different stuff. There's eight months worth of stuff. If you guys are looking to get more listings, if you're looking to get internet leads, if you're looking for all these different things, make sure you go sign up for my YouTube channel. I'm going to be dropping on my YouTube channel, 10 minute trainings, basically how to double your income in 10 minutes. Cause I feel that that's the sweet spot for people. And I'm also interviewing top agents all across the world. There'll be a section for that too. And they're going to come in and tell everybody their secrets on how they made money. Uh, Mira, is there a website or any other options how to find well-known the brokers in a community? Um, I guess it depends, like brokers or brokerages. Uh, Mira, I don't know. Uh, let me know. I'll um, let me know what you mean by that. And everybody else answer. Keep keep throwing their questions and a little bit more info. Is there a website to find out well-known the brokers or brokerages in a community? Sorry, or are you talking about the real estate agents in a community? Um, I now am going to go here and go slides. Okay. I have another presentation. Do, do, do. No, where is it? So my buyer presentation, I'll go over. So this is my seller presentation. So I have a listing presentation and basically this book is what I send them before time beforehand. Oh, first time here. So glad to get so much great info. Thank you. Honestly, Brandy, keep coming back. Like we do this every single Tuesday and it's a different topic. Like I had a guy that made half a million dollars from TikTok that was on a few weeks ago. Half a million dollars from TikTok in commissions. We have YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Like I have some of the best coaches on the planet that come and share their knowledge for free every Tuesday. Uh, brokers for us, new real estate agents to sign with for a broker. Uh, Mira, I'll text you. I'll have your information in my CRM. I'll text you some information uh, and I'll go over that. Absolutely. Always great training. Thank you, Shannon. I think Shannon, I, I have a meeting with you on Friday. Uh, my schedule is canceled, so I don't know how you got in it, Shannon. I'm going to have to reschedule because I'm in London, England. So, but I'll reach out to you. You're on my list to reach out to before I leave today. Um, okay. So now this is my seller's presentation. Now I'm coming in here and this is what I mailed to them before. And for those of you, 
I'm going to go down here. Uh, for those of you that are just showing up or whatever, all these listing presentations and everything I have, they're all done. So sorry, that Shane Hillier, get rid of that. That's just who did. So it's freshtakemarketing.ca. That's my name and the owner's Alden. So if you want to get this stuff for yourself, his templated stuff, that's why it's so cheap to make these from scratch is like two grand. I think it's a few hundred bucks and you can have your own logo and everything and he does it for you. Uh, it's a game changer for my business. So again, I mail this to them. This is my seller presentation to see if they have any questions. Talk about me. My asshole Rick friend basically said that I need to lose 30 pounds to look like that guy. But the truth is he's right. So Rick, thank you for calling me out. I love being called out. This just talks about the team. Talks about me, my team, what it looks like. Again, I'm mailing this to them before my listing presentation so they get to know. And the book is sick. Like it's like a big book thick pages. Like it's, it's really, really good to print. It's only about six or seven bucks. If you can't afford six or seven bucks to get a listing, come on. Uh, this talks about the seller info, why selling, when should I sell? And the reason, and I send this to them right away because what I want to do is the reason why I send this before is so I can ask them questions like, Hey, did you get the book I sent? Yeah, great. Did you have a chance to look it over? What questions do you have? I'm, again, it's just rapport building. You're just building more and more rapport with all these people. Uh, it talks about when should I sell, um, trusted advice, all that stuff. Oh, it's time. Give me one second. We're going to London here in a few hours. And my and I've got to say bye to my dog because the dog means everything to me. Come here, buddy. Come here. Come here, buddy. You want to say hi to everybody? Hey? Yeah. Okay, wreck everything. Okay, bye, buddy. Love you. Have fun. Okay. Bye. Okay. Yeah, you're good. Okay. So anyway, so then I talk about the trusted advice and everything here. And, and I go through all this. Again, this is a book that I give to them. Talks about the marketing plan, finding the right price, the right exposure, uh, effective internet marketing, the best deal. Again, this is something that I'm sending to them before. Uh, let me go to the questions. Uh, if your listing has been on for more than 30 days and only 12 showings with no offers and our price is at the top of the market, should we be having a discussion about price reduction? Roxanne, absolutely. Now, thank you. This is a great, fucking pay attention to this. This is some of the best advice I'm going to give people in this market that's going to be changing. Now, what you want to do when you're taking on a listing is if it's at the top of the price, what I do because I've been around 13 years, so I've seen good, bad, ugly markets. What I do now, and I teach my agents, when you go in there, I'm just making these numbers up. Let's say that you feel the house is worth 300. They want to list it at 320. And you're like, look, guys, it, like whenever you're doing that, if the comps don't show it, here's the thing. I'm so excited right now. This is like some of the best stuff. Hold on. I got to focus first. Okay, I'm going to show you one thing and then another. If somebody wants an unrealistic price and you think a price should be something different, you show them the comps, okay? So you show them the comparables and be like, and let's say they want 30 more than the comparables. This is going to start happening just so you know. Uh, and if it's not happening to you already, and people are unrealistic and want like 30 or 20 or $30,000 more than what the comparables are. You're like, okay, Mr. And Mrs. Seller, I can appreciate that you want that home. Now, I'm going to have to be talking to the other real estate agents on why they should spend more money on your home compared to the other ones. So because I've never lived in your home, I want you to explain 
why your house is worth $30,000 more than all these other ones. That way I can use that to go back and talk to the other agents. It's silence most of the time. Most of the time they might say, oh, well, I have this and maybe they're right. But most of the time they just want more. So imagine you're asking somebody to be like, and if they can't, it's like, well, if you can't sell me on why to spend $30,000 more, how am I supposed to be able to sell it to the other agent? Most of the time they won't do that $30,000 more because you ask them, look, sell me your house for $30,000 more because I have to go and do that. And most aren't going to be able to do that. So Jordan, basically the way that this works is when you're sitting down with somebody and they want $30,000, I'm using the number 30. They want $30,000 more for their home than the comparables are. I'll take the comparables. Like I'm just making this up. I'll pass the comparables over to them and be like, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, we've gone over these comparables before. We've gone over all these comparables. You've agreed that this is, this is what it is. I want to get you the top dollar that I can. You're asking for $30,000 more than that house down the street, $27,000 more than that house down the street. What I need from you, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, is how am I going to sell it to the other real estate agent? Because that's going to be my job. I want to know why you believe your house is $30,000 more. That way I can go and tell the other real estate agents why it's more. And just fucking wait. They're not going to say much, right? They're just not. They're not, they're not going to have much to say because they have to convince you now. So now they have to sell you as to why it's $30,000 more. And it's like, wait, most people don't have anything. And then so it's like, and then so then your next thing is it's like, look, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, if you can't show me why it's $30,000 more, how am I supposed to be able to explain it to the other realtor? This is really important. If you want to get that money, I need to know how to go do that for you. Most people aren't going to want to go much more than that. You basically just shut that idea completely down. Now, there's going to be times where some people's like, but I have stainless steel and I have this. Sure, no problem. That's a $2,000 difference. That's a $3,000. So that's a big thing of what you do. Now, what, and if you, if, you feel, if you feel that you're going to lose the listing, and you feel that maybe they still want that. What you can say is, all right, Mr. Mrs. Seller, $30,000, can we agree, is not the mark for it. But if you wanted to try something higher, what's more reasonable? And they're like, well, Brad, you know what? Instead of $330, let us do $315. Pay attention. This is the next biggest fucking gold mine I'm going to give you today, in my opinion. So it's three. It's $315,000 that they want to try. Right? So that's manageable. Like 15 grand more is manageable. It's like, all right, Mr. And Mrs. Seller, here's what we're going to do. I agree to this, although it's against what I want. I'll go at 315. However, can we not make the understanding that if you get 10 showings or it's been two weeks that we've missed the mark on price and we're going to bring it down to 295? And then they'll say, yep, you want to know what? That's the case. Now, here's the thing. And again, pay attention to this. They wanted 30 grand more. You're settling on 15. You have to set expectations. You have to. Like literally you have to. So you have to set expectations. So you're setting expectations. Now you tell them, look, we're going to list at 315. If after two weeks or 10 showings, we don't have an offer, we're reducing the price to 300 or 295 or wherever you want to bend. 
Most people will say, yes, that's fine. However, if you don't do this, you're screwed. As you take on that listing, you get the price reduction right there. Are you listening? This is very important is because they've agreed to it right now. If you go back in two weeks and try to get a price reduction, they're probably like, you're not doing your job or you're not doing whatever it is. They're agreeing two weeks or 10 showings and they're doing a price reduction. You literally get the price reduction signed at the time with the listing. That is the best advice I'm going to give you. It's going to save you headaches. Then you can just drop the price. They've already signed it. You don't have to fight for it later. So again, if you're getting a price reduction and taking on a listing that's too high, make sure you get it signed right then and there for the price reduction. Hopefully that makes sense. That's literally one of the best advice I can give you. Um, what if the comparables show that homes in that area are smaller? Uh, what if they, what if the comparables show that homes in that area? And, and again, so thank you, Walter. And again, think about this, guys. This may not be big to you now. If this market changes, you're fucked. Because you're going to have, for those of you that have never seen a turning market, the advice I'm giving you is from a professional that's seen a dog shit market for a long time in my city. So when things change, if you don't make this change in your business, it's going to be a lot of headaches. As the market's ticking down and as it starts doing that, I'll, I'll keep bringing more advice of what I've done to, to, to counter this. But basically, remember, you have to get that price reduction signed then because the market's shifting. Uh, what if the comparables show that homes in the area are smaller? The seller's home is much larger and the comps does show the price, but being in the market for a while, there's still no traffic. Uh, Vanessa, that's such a loaded question because I don't know the area, to be completely honest with you. I'm not super familiar with the area and what that looks like. So it's hard. Just do it the best comparative market analysis that you can is what I'm saying. Uh, Dimitri, your job is to sell it for more. My job isn't to sell it for more. My job is to try to get you the most amount of money possible. So what, here's what I do, Dimitri. If somebody's like, your job is to sell it for more. My job is to get you the most amount of money possible, not to sell it for more. If you can't, and then you ask them again, if you can't explain and I say, Mr. and Mr. Seller, how long have you been here for? Seven years. Can you not agree that you know your home better than I do? You've been here for seven years. Yes, Brad, totally. If you've been here for seven years, seven years of your life has been here, and you can't tell me how we're supposed to get more money from your home than the competition, I've never lived here before. I understand I'm supposed to get you more money, but how am I supposed to go to these people? You've lived here. You know the ins and outs of your home. And you're having a hard time telling me why it should be thirty or $30,000 more. Of course, I'm going to have a hard time explaining it to them. You can't explain it to me. That's how I would take that approach. My client keeps looking at this estimate on Zillow and they are saying it's actually worth more. Roxanne, I fucking hate Zillow. I'm not going to lie to you, obviously. But the truth is, like, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm in Canada, so I don't come up against that. But my U.S., the, the people that I coach in the United States do come up against this. Zestimates don't matter. So here's a great thing. For a Zestimate, you can ask them, has Zillow been inside your house before? Ask them this question. And I'm just making this up now. This is what I would do. I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. So if somebody came to me and you're like, but Brad, Zillow said more. I'd be like, has Zillow been inside your house before? And they'll be like, well, no, Brad, of course they're not. So... Other real estate agents, if they've never been inside your home before, how are they supposed to let you know what your home is worth? And they'll be like, well, 
if an agent isn't in here, they can't really tell me what my home is worth. Exactly. So how is Zillow supposed to be able to tell you where your home is worth? Because they've never been in your home. You just told me an agent that's never been in your home can't price your home right. They're a licensed agent that do this for a living. Zill's a tech company. How are they supposed to give you the value of your home if they've never been in it? And they're not even a licensed agent in the city that you're in. I'd love to hear what they have to say to that. So anyways, that's just what I thought of the top of my head. I think that's pretty good. I think that they probably shut them up. I just did that for a vacant lot. They signed the listing. Agent says, we'll drop the price in two weeks. April, fantastic. Well done. Uh, do you have the price reduction language in the contract? Do you have them sign an additional list change from the time they signed the contract? I have them sign an additional listing change. So they sign, uh, a, a, we call it in Canada, we call it an amendment to the list price. Basically, it's a one piece of page piece of paper that says on this date, we're dropping the price to this. Do you do this even for comparing price listings? Um, it depends. If it benefits me, I will. Yeah, Walter, good point. If the seller's house is much larger, it wouldn't necessarily be a comp. That's a really good point. Yes, Robin. Thank God. Somebody that swears. I got in trouble for swearing and I'm sorry for the lady that I swore, but that's just who I am. Um, I don't change, I don't change for anybody. The Pope could be beside me. My mother's beside me. My wife, I talk about strippers, whatever the hell I want, love me or hate me. I'm for 95% of people I find, but those 95% of people love me to death. So that's what I'm looking for. Um, great rebuttal. Thanks. Thanks to I'm glad you liked that one. Um, if the hell, thank you. Uh, our job is to sell the home for what the market will sell it for. We as an agent cannot sell the home. The market does. Our job doesn't really start until negotiations. Ashanti, great point. I love that. That's great. Love that. How about you reduce? Oh, fantastic. A, a commission one. Okay, great. I'm going to do this. Baljinder, how about you reduce your commissions because it's selling for less than my expectation? Commission reduction things. Oh my God. Fuck, do I hate these. All right. Oh, <laughs> Lori, I love my dog more than absolutely anything on the planet. So yes, I treat that dog like my child. Uh, and he's a big Doberman. He's the biggest suck, the biggest cuddle bug ever. I love, I don't want to cry because I don't like to see my dog for a week, but I love him more than anything. My wife's pretty cool too. Okay, so let's talk about commission reductions. This is absolutely huge. This is another knowledge bomb I'm going to drop on you that's huge because you're going to start running into maybe commission stuff. So I'm going to use 5% as an average, everybody. So everybody, I'm going to use 5% as an average, okay? Paul, Paul, what's up? Oh, Paul, I haven't seen you in a long time. Hope you're well. How are realtors on this call not lining up to join your team? Paul, most people are lazy and 80% of realtors suck. So that's, I'm going to get a t-shirt that says that. But anyways, going back. So how do, so the commission reduction thing, this is really, really big. I'm going to assume that the average commission is 5%. Okay. Just so everybody knows two and a half and two and a half. I know that it's different in most places, but for argument's sake, I'm going to be doing this. Okay. So here's the thing. You go in and Mr. and Mrs. Seller or Mr. Seller or Mr. and Mrs. Seller now or Mr. and Mr. Seller or Mrs. and Mrs. I can do this forever. You get the point. The sellers are in front of you. So if you come in and you say this, they say, well, Brad, you know, Mike's willing to do it for 4%. So that's what the argument's going to be. It's Mike's, But Mike's willing to do it for 4% and you want five. So I tell the seller, I'm like, all right, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, I can appreciate that. What's the average commission in your city? And they'll say, um, oh, stop the screen share. Okay. Uh, thanks, Shane. That's good advice. Hold on, guys. 
I don't know how to do. I know how to do that. Yes, I do. Okay. Sorry. I'll go back to this. Thanks, Shane. So uh, I'm going to go back to it. So about the commission. So it's like Mike's willing to do it for 4%. I'm like, Mr. And Mrs. Seller, I can appreciate that Mike's willing to do that for 4%. Do you happen to know what the average commission is in our city? And then they're going to say, yep, the average commission's 5%. I'm like, perfect. So what you're telling me is that Mike can't even negotiate the average commission. And they'll kind of look at you like, and they'll say, well, what do you mean? I'm like, well, you told me the average commission's 5%. Mike can't even negotiate the average commission. So basically he's taking money out of his family's mouth and he's making less money and he can't even negotiate his own money. He cannot negotiate for the average commission. He's not even asking for more. He doesn't have the ability to negotiate the average. So I'm going to ask you, Mr. And Mrs. Seller, how do you think Mike's going to be able to negotiate your money when it comes down to it? And wait, you just, the first person to talk cracks. He can't negotiate the average commission for his own money. How is he going to negotiate your money? I haven't lost very many whenever I give them that. I, I can't think of anything. Like literally. So exactly. That's kind of what I said, Paul. Exactly. If he takes less money for his family, can you imagine how much less he's going to take for your family? Exactly. It's a huge thing, guys. It's the biggest thing when they want to do commission and price reductions is you tell them, but then you ask them. And here's another thing that you can do. It's like, Mr. And Mrs. Seller, did you hire me to help you negotiate the most amount of money I can get for you? Their answer is always going to be yes. So yes, Brad, we did hire you to negotiate the most amount of money for me. And you want to go hire Mike who can't negotiate his money? How is Mike going to negotiate your money? You hiring me to negotiate the, the most money. You're lucky I'm charging you the average because I'm, I'm not an average real estate agent. So huge. The biggest, that's one of my favorite things that I teach people is that objection because it's great. A lot of people have, it's like they can't negotiate their own money. How are they going to negotiate yours? And remember, keep saying you want to sit there and this is to just get paid the average. The average is 5%. I'm just charging you the average and I'm not an average real estate agent. I should be charging you six. And then they kind of laugh and then they sign up because it's like, oh shit, maybe you should be charging me six. So again, and that could be it. And Dimitri, you start with what are you expecting from your agent? The truth is, whenever I was teaching earlier, it does talk about the expectations of the agent and what's that look for look like. So that is absolutely very, very, very important. For those people that are on here, again, oh God, hold on. Keep asking me questions, guys. I actually had a cancellation. So you guys actually get bonus time because I, th I think they canceled. Hold on. <laughs> Please hold. Yep, the person canceled the 10. So I got a little bit more time. So again, guys, listings are key. Ask me all the questions you have. Boom, gold, thank you. More gold. I'm basically a gold mine, invest in me. I'm a startup gold mine company. Okay, keep going. Again, for those of you that have been on here, there's hundreds on here, which I love. This is actually one of the, lar the largest um, calls we've had in a long time, which is fantastic, which means that our automation started to work again too, which is great, or at least starting to. They were broken for a bit. If you found value, click on this link and go follow me on YouTube. If you want some more of this shit, go in. You can follow me every single day if you want. 
My daughter wants to see your Doberman. Carolyn, my Doberman just left. Don't make me cry. I won't see him for a month. Hold on. He's not live here, but come on my Tuesday trainings. The Doberman pretty much makes it because he because I'm in my office and he comes by. He always wants to come and say hi to me. So um, for those of you who love dogs, my Doberman will be there. Uh, he's, he's here probably at least once every couple of weeks. So again, guys, ask all the questions you want. Um, follow me on. Oh, thank you. Okay, great. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for coming. Again, for those new people, follow me on YouTube. This is something we do every Tuesday. I am this, uh, for those of you that are here all the time, I don't change. I'm like this every Tuesday, hungover, not hungover, doesn't matter. Um, I try to bring as much thunder as I can. I even do these normally when I'm on vacation, unless just the time difference is too hard. So, uh, Kimberly, I'm new to the, how do I get listing leads? Um, if you go in there, truthfully, uh, Kimberly, please go to my YouTube channel. Uh, we don't have time to go over all the listing lead stuff, but literally in the first few videos, you'll just see how to get listings. And there's tons of different ways to get listings. Just go to my YouTube channel. Uh, and on the first part, there's probably six or seven different ways to get listings. Um, so I'm getting asked a lot of brokerage questions. Um, and I always get asked a lot. So I'm going to be mentioning, thank you, Carrie. Happy birthday. It was my birthday on Friday. It's fantastic. Sounds great, Robin. Thanks so much. So. For everybody that's on here, that's, I get asked questions about brokerages and what brokerage do. If you find value from this, I have 21 different coaches. So I'm going to put my cell phone number in here. We are with eXp. I do believe that eXp is one of the greatest brokerages on the planet because it helps me do everything. So I'm going to talk about it because I'm getting a lot of private messages that are asking brokerage questions. So I'm just going to jump into mine. If you guys want to leave at this time, thank you for coming. I hope you got a lot of value from this. As you can tell, I get super jacked up. Uh, this week is listings. I think next week is how to get internet leads. Make sure to stay tuned. And I think the week after that is going to be buyer's presentation. Thank you, Catherine. So I'm going to dive into why I'm with my brokerage and maybe give you some clarity on what you're looking for for your brokerage. Why I chose my brokerage is because I can help more people. Um, I also created a coaching program that anybody can, anybody can um, benefit from all across the world, really. I have business partners in Portugal. I have business partners in Spain, Mexico, England. Um, all across North America that I get to teach. I think that the challenge with brokerages is that there's not enough support or what a brokerage will do is they show you how to get, stay in, like get out of jail. But then what they're not doing is they're not helping you grow a business where any brokerage keeps you out of jail. It's my job to show you how to grow a business in everybody. And Shane has a good point here. Everyone, Brad's back on Tuesdays live at 7 p.m. Eastern is our Facebook group. So tonight, I'm going to be live in our Facebook group. Shane, do you want to post uh, our Facebook group link in here while you're at it? Actually, I do live every single Tuesday too for Facebook. So go in there. Uh, we talk about that. And then Shane Hillier also does basically lead generation Thursdays on Thursdays too. So make sure to tune in. Look, we're just here to drop as much fucking knowledge for you guys as possible. Literally give you probably what your brokerage isn't looking for. If you're open to looking and if you, again, this is for, I'm putting my phone number in here. And please do not text me because there's hundreds of you on here. Here's the caveat. If you're open, I'm going to ask you right now, what is your brokerage doing for you to help you grow your business? And if you're at a place that you're growing business, great. That's fantastic. But if you're at a brokerage that isn't helping you double your income, that isn't sitting down with you 
saying, how do you want to accomplish your goals? That isn't sitting down with you and saying, show me like, what do you want to accomplish? And then giving you a roadmap to success. If you're at a brokerage that you're not getting that, you're not getting the, like any brokerage can be a brokerage. And guess what? I loved my broker too. I was with him for 13, 12 years and I cried, gave him a $200 bottle when I left. But my broker couldn't help me grow my business I wanted to. He can help me do a coaching program. He can honestly say everything. Uh, oh, Catherine, there you go. So Catherine said, I can personally test EXP and changing to them from Remax. The support and guidance tools and tips are invaluable. Make no mistake, not all EXP groups give you these tools. Brad and his team do that. I'm saving thousands and earning thousands by the switch I made just, just six weeks ago. I did not pay Catherine to say that. That's just the truth. We do things different. Like our EXP group does something completely different. We have 21 coaches. We have live coaching almost every single day. You get me whenever you want. Like, like truthfully, I'm starting a coaching program. I'm going to be charging $2,000 uh, a month. And I have a waiting list for people to do this that aren't with EXP. You fucking get it for free. Like you don't have to pay me two grand. When you join me at EXP, you don't pay me shit. You just pay your cap like anybody else. So if people on this call, and there's still hundreds of you on here, if you have an open mind, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, what is your brokerage doing for you to make you money? I don't care that you like your broker. I really don't. Like I don't, I'm being honest. I loved my broker, but he couldn't offer me what EXP could. If you love your broker, that's fantastic. But is your broker making you more money? Are you willing we have options with EXP in our training that we have. We have options that you can make more money, get more time, earn passive income, have health care, get stock options, constant training whenever you need it for all the top subjects, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, retirement communities, all these things that we have these training for. If your brokerage doesn't offer that, why are you there? You're there because you like somebody? You have to be in love with your brokerage and what you're doing. Would you like somebody and marry them? No. Well, I hope not. You would want to love that person. You should love where you're at. You should feel the support. You should feel the camaraderie. So if you're not getting that, again, the expectation is when I have this conversation with you, you will have to switch brokerages. So if you don't have an open mind and you're closed-minded, do not text me because truthfully, you're wasting my time and yours. Just being as honest as possible. This is my cell number for anybody that's on here, for your new timers, the first people, the people that keep coming back, whatever it is, if you're open and if you want to save more on commissions, put more money in your pocket. And if you want to be trained and be a fucking real estate killer, I want to talk to you. If you don't want to be a real estate killer and you want to sell three or four houses and just keep coming on Tuesdays, that's your own journey. That's fantastic. So I'll open it up now to questions. Again, I haven't done this in weeks. There's a ton of you on here. Obviously, if you would leave if you had no interest. So ask yourself, why are you staying here? Why are you staying and listening to me? So Catherine says, and, and you don't feel like you're alone on an island, basically. Now with Brad and his group, I have community. Unheard of in most brokerages. Catherine, I'm going to hire you to be my spokesperson. That's fantastic. I'm glad you're happy, Catherine. Um, I, I you know, keep coming back. Obviously, we're here for you, whatever you need. I want to help you double your business if that's what you want. If you don't want to double your business and if you're comfortable, stay comfortable. Do you know the biggest mistake people make in life is staying comfortable? 
because there's so much cool shit whenever you challenge yourself. But if you don't want to challenge yourself, truthfully, I really don't want to talk to you anyways, because we're not, we won't be a fit. I want to take people that want to make a difference in their lives. I want to take people that want to make change. I want to take people that want to double their income. That's my perfect person. Marcelo, I'm happy with the XP and DYIC. Thank you, Marcelo. So again, there's a bunch of you. My phone number's on there. I don't put it out all the time. I'm just looking at the text. So again, ask me any questions. Um, I'm going to get off here in a few minutes if there's not. But again, if your brokerage isn't doing anything for you, why are you there? At least think about why you're there. Like maybe you're not, and I'm not, the thing is by calling me, I'm not asking you to fucking make a switch right now. I'm asking you to have an open mind to other options. I'm not going to be there and hard sell you on it. Trust me. The last thing I want to do is hard sell you on EXP because it's a waste of my fucking time. I don't want to. I don't want to hard sell you on EXP. I want you to want to be open to it and hear about it. That's it. I'm not asking for you on the phone to make a commitment. I'm asking you to say, hey, come learn about what this actually is. All the rumors and bullshit that you've heard from EXP, there's probably not true. I get on calls with people every day that don't actually know what EXP is. They have no idea. They're clueless. They just hear rumors and hear different things. At least if you get on a call with me, you're going to find out what the reality is, what it looks like, the truth of it. And then at least you can put it to bed or you can be excited for it. Uh, is the Rico demand the access to getting to grow your business? Uh, Rico demands a different company. I own Rico demand. It's a company and part owner of that. Um, you don't need to have your own brokerage. So you don't need to have your own brokerage for anything. You don't need to have your own brokerage to go to EXP. You don't need to have your own brokerage to go to Rico Demand, um, which is a, a course that uh, that I offer for real estate agents. Um, the other cool thing is like we have, you know, a YouTube course where somebody came in and they made a million dollars from YouTube their very first year. It's a $4,000 course that everybody gets for free when they join our downline on top of it. Then we have a TikTok course. A guy has made $450,000 from TikTok this year all through leads that come to him. We have a course coming up for that. We have a course coming out on how to get free leads from Facebook Marketplace and also uh, how to set up your Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn accounts to get leads from that. We keep building more and more courses that we just keep giving to people for free when they join us. I sell those courses for three to $5,000 on top of it. Everybody that comes in gets like $30,000 with the courses, actually probably more now, probably 40,000. And you have 21 personal coaches that coach you all for free. So anyways, that's my phone number. That's my rant. Um, if you know, it doesn't seem like we have a lot of questions. So if you guys have anything, again, I'll post my number in here one more time. If you guys aren't happy where you're at. If you're open-minded, if you're not open-minded, please don't call me. Uh, but if you're open-minded and you're open to an, uh, something that there's just a better way to do real estate. There's a reason why it's the largest growing brokerage in the world and in history. We're at 85,000 agents. By the end of next year, we'll be at 200,000, which means in North America, one in seven agents will be with EXP by this time next year. If you're wondering what all the buzz is about, reach out to me. So Julia, the truth is, and I can appreciate that. And that's like, a, that's, that's, that's truly one of the top ones. It really is, Julie. And I can appreciate that. It sucks. But the truth is, it's like, I think my brokerage is just like my relationship. I like the person who doesn't want to hurt them to leave. 
if they offered you the, they should be more hurt. Think of it this way, Julia. Shouldn't they be more hurt because they're not offering you the value you deserve? So, right? Like, think about this, Julia. Shouldn't they be more hurt because they're not offering you the value that you deserve? It's a different way to look at it. And yeah, they're going to be hurt maybe for a second. They'll get over it. My broker, my, my broker was going to be invited to my wedding. He was great. He hasn't called me since I've left. If you talk to any EXP agent that's come from a different brokerage, their brokerage doesn't care about them. They truthfully care about the paycheck. Unless the broker is your brother or your sister, 99 times out of 100, the brokerage doesn't even want to talk to you anymore. That's just the truth. So that's that's truthfully, that's the challenge, to be honest. Um. <laughs> See, and this is the crazy thing. So edit, edit, the truth is I'm with EXP, but I don't get coaching. How can I join your team? Truthfully, edit, just keep coming back to these Tuesdays. We're always going to be here for any real estate agent. The other coaching, unfortunately, is for people that are just in our downline. I think one of the biggest compliments is that of our 8,000 people that have signed up, I think 1,500 agents are with other EXP groups that come to listen to us. So, you know, I, you'll notice a lot of people say, I wish I had that, and and they don't. Um. Have you heard of uh, Regentology and is it a good lead source? Uh, Roxanne, the truth is with all these lead sources, just come to next Tuesday's coaching call. Instead of paying somebody to do that, we're going to show you how to set it up on your by, on your own. So Shane Hillier, who's made me hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions, is a marketing guru. Um, make sure that you go in, and uh, follow in next Tuesday because he's literally going to show you how to do it for free. And for those everybody here, the YouTube channel is great. If you want to dive into our ecosystem, come in. This is our Facebook group, Real Estate, uh, Real Estate Mastery, and Real Estate Marketing Conversion Mastery. Uh, we talk about everything marketing, how to get you leads. Uh, everything's in there, and it's all free. We just keep posting stuff. So, you know, it, again, I hope that made sense, Julia. You know, I can, I, I totally get with your broker. Like, I literally cried, and I gave him a bottle of wine. Like, I get it. But if I would have waited there for a relation, here's the truth. If I would have stayed where I was at because of my relationship with my broker, I'd have less time. I'd have less money and I've had less impact on the world. If I let that relationship with my broker be the reason why I didn't leave. So the truth is I can appreciate most people here love their brokers, but what's your broker doing to make you money? You can still be friends with that person after you're just going to make more money and providing more for your family. That's the truth. So yeah, Courtney says, I'm with EXP, no coaching is the pre-listing mail out. Should you focus on a niche like one for divorce, foreclosure? Yeah, I do. I would focus on a niche for sure. Depending, I, I, who knows? It just depends how busy you are. The more niche you are, the more money you have to spend for different books. So as long as you make it very general or just have a page in there about divorce, a page in there about foreclosure and a page in there about probate and the rest of the book's the same, then you don't have to create a new book. So, and that's what I'd ask yourself, Julian. I'm, again, I'm not here to convince anybody to do it, but I just ask yourself, maybe there's a better way. The truth is, if people didn't have relationships with their brokers, almost everybody would be at the XP. So many people are so focused on relationships with their broker and they're not focusing on what's best for themselves. Let that resonate with everybody on this call. Most people are so focused on their relationship with their broker that they're not taking care of themselves because of their relationship with the broker. 
I've literally sat down with people, given them a clear map on how to make a quarter million dollars, a quarter million dollars, given them a clear map of this person. And if they don't love me back because I changed, guess what? Were they really my friend anyways? Julia, if you leave your brokerage and you come and join us or wherever you're going to go and your broker never talks to you again, were they really your friend? And you'll find I've never had one person in the hundreds of people that I've brought over to EXP. I've never had one person that still has a relationship with their broker that said that their broker was really close to them because their broker wanted to end it. That's not really a friend. A friend wants to see you accelerate. A friend wants to see you do better. That's what true friendship is. So anyways, whatever that's worth. So I'll type my number again for those of you that maybe have an open mind and want to look at something. There it is. Uh, reach out to me. I'm headed off to London, England today to go watch. Okay, listen to this. I'm, I'm flying to London today. Tomorrow I see Ed Sheeran. Thursday I have time off. Friday I see Guns N' Roses. Saturday we might go to the F1 um, qualifier. Saturday night's Kings of Leon and Sunday's the Rolling Stones. So that should be pretty good. Again, I get paid passive income when I'm out there. So again, if you have an open mind, if you love to travel, if you want to get paid to travel, EXP's the, you couldn't pay me $5 million to go back to Remax. 5 million and I would say no. I don't even know if I do it for 10. I don't know what the number is. But anyways, thanks for listening to me ramble. Thanks for everybody being here. Come next Tuesday. I probably won't be here, but keep coming back on every Tuesday. I'm going to keep bringing uh, all this knowledge for you guys. Sign up to my YouTube channel. Sign up to my Facebook. Uh, if there's no further questions, uh, I know there's some people that texted you, me, so I'll get back to you. So thanks, everybody. And I, I uh, for you first timers, I hope that you enjoyed it. Peace.